Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. Don't worry, you're not on two times speed. <laughs> but a bunch of you just looked at your phone screen to see if you accidentally hit one and a half or two times speed. Unless you're older and you don't realize what that button is for. That's true. <laughs> you say, what? What two times yeah. speed? <laughs> don't listen to us on two times speed. Slow it down and let it let it speed. Can you go to, to your half heart. speed? I don't know if you can half speed. Let's, let's I don't. Th- I think it lets you go to two times speed and one and a half speed, but I don't think there's a half speed. Let's take a look. And see. Uh, yeah, look at your see, podcast. See what notes, we got going here. here. <laughs> if you're in desert wandering, you can do half. Speed. You can do half speed. You, you can, can slow it speed. down to half speed. You could slow this podcast down to half speed, <laughs> so you could digest every single. Word. It's worth it. Do it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about desert wandering. Now, uh, we've been saying, you know, we're going to have, I, I preached in my message how to get buns of steel, <laughs> get your buns out of the desert by getting your butt in front of God. Say, my circumstances, but God, right? Mm-hmm. But having said that, most people in order to get into their promised land, have to cross the desert. God seems to be intentional about this. Mm -hmm. He seems to be intentional about um, placing the desert in between us and our promised land. Mm -hmm. So uh, the trick is, is that God never intended for the children of Israel to wander mm. 40 years <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> On a horse it, with no name. It was meant to be <laughs> a month. Mm-hmm. or I mean, maybe longer than a month because I think they actually, the goal was to take them to Sinai. Mm-hmm. Si- Sinai? Si- Sinai. Yeah, however you, si- I, you know, I've been saying Sinai, but I think it's Sinai. Wow. Um, to Mount Sinai. More power to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, then, <laughs> and then at that mountain... Confirm a covenant, give them the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. put, give them some rules to mm-hmm. abide by, okay, to, the new laws for the new nation. Mm-hmm. And then basically, honestly, it was to go from there into the promised land. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a couple months for to, to get the law, to get the covenant, uh, Ten Commandments, um, and, and institute that as mm-hmm. culture in the people. And then they were to live it out in the promised land. Mm-hmm. And in and what was supposed to be a couple months turned into forty years, mm. and I do see this a lot as a pastor. I see people see um, that what was intended to be a couple months turns into years mm. for people. Wow! At end of desert wandering, mm-hmm. um, and I can't offer a quick fix for all of that, but mm-hmm. there are some principles that we mm-hmm. can learn. Right, mm-hmm. so. I just choose to accept that in order in order to get into my promised land, I probably have to walk through the desert, and no one wants to walk through the desert. Mm-hmm. The desert is a test, mm-hmm. and a test is not a test unless it's a test. Okay, <laughs> and so you know, it's a test, a test is a test is a test. It's a te- why do why do we have to take tests? You got to learn. You got to make sure that you're re- you're having good retention of the information that's yeah. being taught. Yeah. Well, and you have no way to evaluate yeah, whether true. you've really learned anything it's if true. you're not taking the test, right? It's true. You know, you, and and so it's an it's an evaluating mm-hmm. process. I had a when I was in college, I, somehow 
I got A's in high school without learning ever how to read. <laughs> it's, a sort, it's an extraordinary thing. Uh, um, and I got scholarships for college with, and never learned to read. And then I got baptized into <laughs> Old Testament survey for preachers. Mm. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I bought this book that weighed about 100 pounds. And then, uh, then you know, I, like, there's no, I said, there's no way I'm going to read that book. And, show, and then I show up to the, my second class of Old Testament survey, and it was a pop quiz. And I flunked it. <laughs> and I thought, well, that wasn't good. So I go another week, another couple days, and then uh, there was another pop quest, and I flunked it. <laughs> and after about three Fs, I realized, I'm going to have to read this book. <laughs> so I, I took this book to the library and, uh, and, and opened this thing up and started reading about how Abraham was probably from the Ur of Chaldees. <laughs> And the reason we know that is the pottery. And I continued to read this chapter on pottery of the ancient Mesopotamian era. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do people actually read this stuff, let alone write this stuff? And is this what Old Testament survey for preachers is about? Is right. I'm having this oh my gosh moment. Uh, I, and so I begin to read. And, but you know what? I started reading that thing, and uh, next one I got a D on the quiz, and then I started reading it, and the next one I got a, uh, a C on the quiz, and pretty soon <laughs> I was starting to get A's on those quizzes. I got an A in that class, uh, and and uh, and but but the process was the test revealed mm. I I really was flunking, mm-hmm. and uh, and I had to learn to read. Yeah. And the way I had to learn was read was ancient pottery in the Mesopotamian <laughs> era. <laughs> that's the desert. I'm telling you, that's, that, that's, that's a desert experience that's in your funny. college experience, <laughs> right? So um, now what's a problem is, is that if you never learn or grow from your desert experience, mm-hmm. I learned to read just about anything. Yeah. And and I got, I, by the way, I got to where... I could read anything, and I became. I think I got. I became a magna cum laude mm. in my in graduating college and learning to read mm. from. And I learned that in my desert wandering, mm-hmm. right? And so, by the worst was when I had to read Shakespeare. <laughs> I still have nightmares <laughs> from that one, but I learned it. Yeah. So uh, Psalm one hundred seven, verse four and five says, "Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them." I'm here to tell you, my soul was fainting with me in mm-hmm. me. Was as I read that Old Testament survey, but it's meant to be a short time on your way to the promised land. And let me just give a couple thoughts here and then we'll talk about how to make it a short time. When desert wandering is a pathway to your promised land, it will shape your character in a good way and you will give a good Amazon review (laughs) of God leading you through the desert, right? That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) But when desert wandering, because of a stubborn heart, Mm becomes a long time of wandering, it will shape your character in a bad way, and you'll leave mm-hmm. a bad Amazon mm-hmm. review about God's yeah. leading you through the desert. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what are some ways that people can shorten mm. their desert experience? 
on the way to the promised land. Try to be humble and learn the lesson the first time. Okay, all right. Be humble and learn the lesson the first time. There's a, a graphic, I think you could probably Google this, um, of the wandering of the, uh, the nation of Israel after they left Egypt, for mm-hmm. instance. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just circle, 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 wander across, circle, 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 <laughs> wander across, circle, circle. It's like, man, did you not learn what you're doing the first time? And they've got around the mountain, and they've got all these different colors representing, you know, certain time frames and the passages (laughs) that are talking about. It's like, man, you guys are are in great shape, and you're eating manna and and quail. But man, that's got to get old after a little while. And (laughs) it's like, come on, guys. But I mean, there's a lot of things, even in my personal life. You know, I've realized, you know, man, I've been around this mountain a couple times. Maybe I should be uh, climbing up instead Mm. of just circling. So the the Bible's primary way of addressing what you're saying is they were stubborn. Mm-hmm. And stubbornness means you're going to be in the desert longer. Mm-hmm. And so you want to get rid of your stubbornness mm-hmm. and you'll be in the desert shorter. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that we can get rid of our stubbornness? Because mm-hmm. stubbornness is natural human nature. Mm-hmm. Well, you know... Uh, we organize a lot of ministries and we do a lot of things and there's a lot of different ideas mm-hmm. within our leadership team. Well, eventually something's going to happen where one of us doesn't necessarily agree mm-hmm. with where we're going, uh, represented throughout all of our staff, not in a, in a bad way, but we're, we're working to mm-hmm. go somewhere. Well, I've tried to develop a new discipline uh, this past year and I think I've gotten a lot better at it. You know, I have a lot of ideas and I'm very committed to the ideas that I have. Mm-hmm. But when somebody else presents something and they're just as committed or more committed to their idea than mine, I have to, I have had to get to the point where I'll just humble myself and say, you're right, let's do it your way. That's one of the five... I'm going to be required to reread a book called <laughs> Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Uh-huh. That's, a dif- that's one of the dis- mm-hmm. dysfunctions of a team is uh, in a team approach, me holding on to my idea mm-hmm. without acknowledging the value of mm-hmm. your idea mm-hmm. so we can get an honest evaluation of whose idea is the mm-hmm. better idea to go with, right? Mm-hmm. Or the right idea to go with. Mm-hmm. And so I started with that in a work context, and then I moved that into a relationship context, and then I moved that into a marriage context, and you know, it's a lot better. Yeah. It's a lot better because the humility is Stubbornness is doesn't the work in marriage. No, it does not. It, 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 it's a marriage killer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So... You know, so what we want to do then is is here's just a, the, the, some tools then God has given us to break our stubbornness. Fasting mm-hmm. breaks stubbornness. It breaks me down. Okay, mm-hmm. so we just came off of a fast and it, and and you were breaking our stubbornness mm-hmm. down. Okay, that's a tool. Uh, home groups, small groups is a tool to break stubbornness down because we don't realize in um, in non accountability how much. We think we're spiritual, mm. but really we're just stubborn, and it takes human interaction mm-hmm. to reveal it. Mm-hmm. So interacting with other flawed people mm-hmm. reveals our stubbornness mm-hmm. and then breaks that down. Mm-hmm. So home groups breaks down uh, stubbornness. Um, th- that's a that's a great tool, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, worship and prayer and and Bible study those those break down our stubbornness as well. And then what you were describing is. Get in a team with the same vision, and then that vision is going to require you to not do some things the way you think they need to be done. That's Absolutely. going to break our, our stubbornness, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. 
Um, and, and so these are just tools. And the more we're able to break our stubbornness, the shorter the time in the desert will be mm-hmm. on our way to the promised land. Mm-hmm. So my encouragement um, is ask yourself, how am I doing on my test? Mm-hmm. Uh, is, am, I, am I passing the test? Am I, making, am I getting an F? Am I getting a D, <laughs> a C, a B, an A? And, and if I want to improve on the test... It's time to break my stubbornness, and then I'm going to watch my grade go up, and my I'll go through the desert into my promised land faster. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.